It's Friday. I think it's Friday. I think. I'm not sure. I woke up today and I thought, what the hell is this? Is it Saturday? You notice how a day sometimes feels? Like sometimes you can feel like this is a Saturday. Even if you're on vacation, you feel like this is a Saturday. I, I, I was just thinking, I don't know the last vacation I ever... I know these people who go on holidays. I don't know what... I don't, I don't know what that is. Today I got up. Easy, 315. 315, 330. Swear to God. I'm listening to stuff and... I start my day kind of early. Hit the oatmeal right away. About 3.30. (laughs) I used to laugh at my father thinking, why are you getting up so early for? It's 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. That's late. But you know what? It's my system. It's what I do. It's It's my circadian rhythm. It's what I do. I live like this. And I just feel there's so much to do. So much stuff to do. Absolutely so much to do. And I welcome. And I welcome you and I say, how are you doing? How's everybody feeling today? How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Huh? How about Jerry Springer yesterday? Let me ask you a question. Let's talk. Let, let's, just, let's just talk. Who do you think did more to destroy American civilization as we know it? Jerry Springer or Typhus? I actually think the worst show ever on TV was Maury Povich. Who's your father? You're not the father. What? Jerry Springer was, it was one of the worst shows. It was very addictive. But so is Dr. Uh, Pimple Popper. By the way, let me just say something. Today is very, very confusing. I left this thing up yesterday as yesterday at 9.30. I didn't set the time. So that's why today is like, kind of, it's kind of weird. It's like, wait, 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 what's, what's going on here? I think it's Saturday. This, I think I'm pulling up Biden. I don't have any cheat sheets yet. But in any event, so thank you. Welcome. Welcome. Pepper Patty. Oh, a voice kind of from the past. Andy Carmen. From the from the great strawberries joins us, Dick Bork, uh, Demetrius uh, Splitkin, Liz Solak. You know where you love her from Parts Unknown, Weight Unknown. Everybody's here. Everybody's here. Let's let, let's do a review before we get started. I love doing. That. Let's kind of do a like a roll call. Where are you from? Give me the city you're from. The city and the state. Don't tell me Ohio. No, no, city and state. City. Where's everybody from? City. City you're in. I love the name of your city. Like on your, when you get mail, it's like we have these people, they live in Jersey. They put Bergen. No, they don't. Anyway, Jerry Springer was a cultural changer. So was syphilis, uh, Fred. But then again, that's me. Jerry Springer was the precursor yelling much to the view. Maury, yeah, to an extent. East Chester, New York. Beacon, New York, Columbus, Indiana, Upern, Sarasota, Florida. By the way, Fred, 
I always wanted to take Mrs. L to the Ringling Museum in Sarasota. Wonderful. St. Armand's, that circle. Uh, I think the, is the Columbia there, my buddy? Uh, the Gonsmars family, Boise, Idaho. Uh, Kazan, the, uh, that Sarasota Manatee, Captiva, the West Coast stuff. Very, very nice. For like an hour, then I'm ready to go. It's like, okay, I've seen enough of this. Let's go. Let's go back. Let's go back. Iowa City, Columbus, Georgia, Jamestown, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. Leeds, Charlottetown. How about the Furners? We got any Furners out there? Someplace across the pond? Uh, remember Euphemia Hay? That's more like a Bradenton, kind of a Longbow Key kind of a thing. But anyway, Wexford, Ireland. There we go. This one there, one there, the other. This one there, <laughs> this man here, one there, the one there talking about the one that Joe Biden with a cheat sheet and the one there, the Kamala Harris there talking about the one that, what she's talking about, after the market. <laughs> anyway, uh, why is who or WHO in Denmark? This is good. Night of the Living Deb is a cute room rom com. Oh, romantic comedy. Oh, film the important. Hear that? Night of the Living Deb, Cincinnati. Welcome, everybody. I give you hand crepitations to all of you. Jerry Springer. One day I had uh, Jerry Springer. I was on, it was on the prelim. Opie and Anthony, after Anthony left Sirius and moved on, it became Opie and some other show. It was, oh, horrid, horrid. It was just nothing. You never realize how much Anthony did until you took him away and you realize, this guy's horrible. It's like Ferranti and Teicher, Sandler and Young. You know what I mean? Uh, remember Ferranti and Teicher? You couldn't figure out who was who. Teaneck. So I was on one time and Jerry Springer was in there. And Jerry Springer and I got into it. He was a lunatic. He was a... Not a... Listen, if you want to know left people who are left, I know I've got a friend of mine, one of my best buddies in the world. He's a Marxist. He's not really left. It makes so much sense. But then there's the, the, the sappy. Same thing for the right. You get these sappy people on the right. They just, they, they repeat the same thing. So anyway, so we were going into it back and forth, back and forth. Jerry Springer, who in 1982, whatever, he ran for office, ran for, I think, for uh, something. He was a mayor of Cincinnati or something. Anyway, he wrote a check to a hooker. There you go. That's a genius. And by the way, uh, uh, Jerry later on moved, I think, uh, had a place in Sarasota. And uh, very, very... By the way, in Florida, in Florida... As far as I'm concerned, I'm a West Coast guy. I'm a Westie here in uh, the city and Westie in the... Give me the Gulf. And my favorite, the one that I'm, I'm familiar with, I should say, is really from Clearwater all the way down. I took Mrs. L one time. We drove all the way from Grill all the way up. Southernmost tip before you go to the Skyway in Manatee, all the way up Gulf Boulevard, straight up. And I like the I like the West Coast. I like 
White Sand versus the East Coast, ugh, and Atlantic. I like sunsets. I like that. It's kind of like an interesting, kind of a thing. And Sarasota is very beautiful. Captiva, Sanibel, um, you know, very nice. Very, very nice. But immediately I get so, something happens. I got to think, I get bored. I say, okay, this is nice. I think I was in the water, maybe, I don't know, five times, six times maybe in the in the Gulf. Never, never. In any event, so there I was with Jerry Springer, and uh, he was uh, kind of a kind of a goof, smart guy in his show, and then I, I and I was abusing him. I said, you know, I love about your show, Jerry. I love the way you have these terrible people. You bring these 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 idiots together, and at the end, you'll read some some glowing life lesson. You know, brotherhood is something that we all can benefit from, and the 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 conglomeration of humanity is most critical when appreciated as a form of say, oh, Jerry, please. After two people are, this guy's got stitches and they're beating each other up. And I always wondered, who are these people? Who are these people? And a lot of these folks, a lot of these folks who were, um, I mean, I always think eh, it's a work. But I don't think everybody's a work. I don't know. Hey, guess where we're going? Where are we going? We're going to Jerry Springer show. We're going. To, wait a minute. What do you mean we're going to the Jerry Springer show? You mean we're going to be in? A, you mean we're going to be in the audience? No, we're going to be on the show. We're going to be on the show. What do you mean on the show? I mean we're going to be like you know a contestant. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why? Were you going to tell me something? No. Well, why are we going to be on? We just are. Now wait a minute. We're going to be on the Jerry Springer show, and you're not going to pull something. Come on, you having an affair or? You married your brother, or what? All right, you you sure now? No, nothing to worry about. We get a free airplane. We get a, we get a state hotel too. Do they have that one of them uh, mini bars? Do we get that too? We'll go. These people have three chromosomes in their name, missing teeth. It's horrible. Now, for the most part, in the old days, these were kind of like your trailer. I don't want to say trailer trash. That's 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 demeaning. But you know what I'm talking about. Ricky Lake is a different story. I was on the Ricky Lake show one time with my friend Curtis Slewa, who ran for mayor under the incredibly important headline of Feral Cats. Curtis either I think he, was, he married a woman who was into cats. You know, feline cats. She she's an islerophile. And he only he kept talking about cats all the time. And the cats, here's my cat. I said, you're turning into a cat lady. What's the matter with you? Now, cats are okay. I'm a, I'm a cat fan. I like them. But he kept, he's, he's running against Eric Adams. And all he kept talking about feral cats, kill shelters for the cats. I said, what is with you and these cats? When did you, since when did you focus? So anyway, so I was on Ricky Lake with Curtis. And it was... The opposite. It was more of a, shall we say, an urban audience. And I thought in many respects it was very racist because they were focusing on highlighting a certain demographic, I don't think in the best possible light. 
I think I knew what they were doing. I didn't think it was good. But I, but I, you know, we were on one day. And I used to get a check like for, they stopped, but like, what, what, I got some residual for like a dollar something. I think the issue then was something about, I think it was on um, curfews or something. Anyway, I was on and there was a, there was a contestant or a woman, or somebody was on, ready for this? On our, either on our panel, whatever it is, on Ricky Lake, her name was, you ready for it? Ready? Shut, oh no, I got the wrong story. Lasagna. Now I don't know if it was spelled the right way. It was pronounced lasagna. And I would call her Manigot. No, no, I'm sorry, excuse me. So a couple of times, whenever they would come to me, they said, Lionel, what do you say? I said, lasagna? That was it. It wasn't our prayer. Lasagna? They laughed. They thought it was funny. Jerry Springer was just the fights. Then the guy Wilkos, that was the worst. He was the bouncer. He gets his show too. But I thought the worst of the worst was Mari Povich. Mari Povich was just horrible. Hey, Junior, did you ever hear, did you, did you ever know that when you were, when I was pregnant with you, I went on national TV and I was, I thought this one guy, because I couldn't tell, there were so many men, I don't know, but I thought this one guy was your father, so I went on national TV and there was a contest and if he won, he wasn't the father, he didn't want you, I was trying to punt. Yeah, it was about you. You want to watch this? Yeah, this will do wonders for your self-esteem. Yeah, this is you. See, here here I am. And I don't remember who's who, the men. I don't know. I was, you know, it was a different time then from trailer to trailer, from room to room, car to car. In any event, there you are. I'm pregnant. And uh, this guy, I don't remember his name right now, but he is praying beyond prayer that he's not the father. And they got the DNA result. Just imagine what that, if that doesn't set you off on a life of crime, I have no idea. One time I was on the Geraldo Rivera show. It was a show, again, with Curtis Lee. Don't ask me, he was on, I just, I was ABC at the time. I will never forget this. The, 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 uh, I guess you want to call it, in no particular order, from memory, Cindy Adams, New York gossip maven, Cindy Adams, Mercury Morris, Miami Dolphins, great, drug had a drug problem, Curtis, me, Al Sharpton, a woman who wore a fez. Her name was like Nefertiti, or I don't know what she, I don't know what her, where, some other people, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. It was at CBS, not far from it. I'm trying to get the other ones. So anyway, Al Sharpton's there. So I told Geraldo, I said, when I give you a sign, he, you know, everybody said, how are you? I said, listen, when I have something to say, I'll give you a heads up. I'll give you something worth it. Got it, because he knew it, because I knew what I was doing. I'm a professional. So I'm looking at the floor director, <clears throat> And they're kind of giving, you know, the 30, you know, they're going to go to commercial. 
So I give Geraldo this. And uh, he says, yes. And I'm timing it. It's called hitting the post. Hitting that post where you, you are out at the before the music starts and you finish your thing. So I'm watching the floor director. I'm watching Geraldo. And I got my eye on Al Sharpton. So we're looking like this. Look at this. Al Sharpton over there. Okay. So I said, he goes, yes, Lionel. I said, Geraldo, do you know what Al Sharpton's worst nightmare is? And all of a sudden, Al turns around and goes, wait, whoa, 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 what's this about? I said, he wakes up one day and he realizes everybody gets along, there's peace in the world, and he's got to get a job like everybody else. Wait a minute. We'll be right back. And as soon as Al got the clear, he gave me one of these. It was a work. He is a work. One of the nicest people you've ever met. Funny, nice. What what he does privately is a different story, but a pro. A, it's a work. It's professional wrestling like you cannot believe, which is what Tucker's doing, by the way, which you don't realize. This is beautiful. I got to mention it. By the way, who's tired of Tucker? Raise your hand. Are you tired of Tucker Carlson? Yes or no? One or two? Come on, be honest with me. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Who's, 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 who? Who? Are you tired of this yet? Because I'm not done with this. By the way, i got to tell you about this show. I was on the, on the Food Network. Which, oh, 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 oh. Two stories i got to tell you. We'll get to a sec. We'll get to a, this uh, Tucker. One, you're going to... We were at the Food Network. Food Network. Food, this is when, when Food Network first started. I don't know how... I don't know why. I don't know what, why we were there. I don't know. My friend Bruce Anderson and I went. And we were. We had a lunch with Emerald Lagasse. He was just kind of starting off in this room, and like a dining room, and they brought out food and wine. I'm. I wasn't in, never really into wine, but if you're going, what the hell? You know, a glass of wine, so big. Well, they kept it up. And everybody was hollowed, waxed. It was this one. Emerald, he had a flu, but he felt better. We're like, hey. So I was on a show called Ready, Set, Cook. This is with. I don't know if. I don't want to give this name out if it's wrong. Let me check this first. Her name was, yep, Sissy Biggers. That's her name, Ready, Set, Cook. And I was on <coughs> with a friend of mine who used to be on WPLJ. Her name was Naomi DiClemente, but I think she's a, I don't know if she, she's married, but this was a long time ago. She was on PLJ, I was on ABC, and we were there. And I brought... My thing. What do you want? To, you bring a bag full of food. I said chorizo, which I thought was you cannot you cannot go wrong with that. Potatoes and something else. I don't know what it was. And you bring this, and then she brought hers. Hers was like fava beans and fennel. It was the worst combination. So they gave me my chef. Where were the professional chef? We're on a TV show. It's right in the West Side somewhere. And we're. 
Now, I figured this is, you know, it's no big deal. It's, we're going to pretend like we're really cooking. I got this guy. He was he was a chef from someplace at Rockefeller Center. The sea. What's that place called? The sea, the fish house right there where the uh, ice skating rink is. Fish house, sea house, something like that. He was like the head chef or one of the chefs. And he's ordering me around. Or do this, kind of prep this. Go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Say, don't you talk to me like that. I don't know who you think you are. I don't work for you. This guy was serious. This was his profession, and here I am. I realized later on maybe I was disrespecting the craft because I kind of like, you know. Oh, shit, yeah, no, it's, uh, there was Sea House, fit, the, the, it had a kind of, anyway, Seagro. So anyway, I'm chopping my thing, and I'm not bad. I can do some, I can, I can onions and all that kind of jazz, and we're doing well. This other chef, Naomi, I, I don't know who he, sugar, fennel and what? What is this? We won. Because the, the, the audience held up either a, with a, a green pepper or a red or a tomato or whatever it was. And, and our side won. And I got this great knife and an apron and all this great stuff. And we won. Of course, this is before VCR. I don't know where this stuff is. I don't know where this stuff is. There's no... All these wonderful moments on TV. I have no idea where they are. It's okay. I'm not into the nostalgic thing. But it was kind of fun. It was before it was when Food Network first kind of started. I was addicted to TV shows. Justin Wilson I watch all the time. Galloping Gourmet. James Beard, number one. Uh, Julia Child, for sure. There was a guy named Pasquale. Pasquale was this guy who was... Forgive my, my uh, uh, pardon my back. He would turn his back, and he would say, <laughs> he would do this terrible opera. He wore the, the chef's toque, you know this. Then there was this guy, French. Remember? In fact, later on, it was a French French gourmet, a French gourmet cooking show. This was, I believe, I think Phil Hartman did a. Uh, <clears throat> he was this big guy with this. Big, I shouldn't say fat, uh, French gourmet, I don't remember his name. Oh, no, not Earl Perot. I'm trying to, trying to think. He, it was a smaller version of this. And he, and he would always, I loved his show. I was addicted to it. He was so neat. He'd always say, make sure we clean our area. We clean our, it's always important. He had the scooper. And please don't don't ever use a knife when when you're scraping food off of the off of the board. Don't use a knife. You'll dull the blade. Get a scooper like this. You can buy them. You can go to any cooking store and buy them. Make sure the garlic are peeled. It was, he was like free. So anyway, I think Phil Hartman did the annual retainer chef or something, and I think it was a takeoff of this guy. I went to see him at the mall. I was really into this stuff. Loved it. Loved cooking shows. I liked regional cooking. Then there was a guy, Guy Foss or Foss. I've got a great vegetable. Oh my God, this. It's incredible, wonderful. It kind of lost its stuff. Then they got, Emerald was, just changed everything. And Guy Fieri came along. Fieri. Did you ever do that? Did you ever... Did you ever said, did you ever notice this? 
Puff says, I'm giving you a headache. Okay, fine. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> By the way, going back to Tucker. Tucker gained 20 to 30 million views. Now, I'm going to change this subject, and I want you to look at me, okay? Oh, I don't know how to break this to you. We're going to talk about Tucker now. I didn't want to, but I'm going to do it. He had a two-minute video. Kim Kardashian would get $100 million changing her, you know, her shoes. I don't know how to break this to you. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, it's okay. He just got fired. It's still kind of in the news. It's a two-minute video. He said nothing. And the Uniparty. Thank you, Tucker. I never knew of that. Okay, gee, I, earth-shattering. Wow. Uniparty. You mean there's only one party? <sighs> Who'd have thunk it? Please. Now, again, that's pretty incredible for Fox News, but are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's it. I was explaining this to somebody, and I said, you don't understand something. The greatest time ever was around 2000. 2000. And before Alex Jones lost his mind, I don't know what happened to him. I have no idea. Um, he looked better. He just didn't. He was, he didn't scream. And he, he was, bless Elmer, Elmer Gantry. <clears throat> he said things that blew me away. It was, it was the most, it was Breathtaking, trend-setting. In 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 ninety, no, maybe before that, even I don't know. But no, he said, and they're listening to you on your cable box. I said, oh, this guy is out of his mind. And he would always show this camera. He would always say, here's the story. I don't know if it was Comcast or somebody, but it was like there it was. <gasps> this is incredible. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. It was, his documentaries were something. It was, I remember Carol Quigley in Tragedy and Hope. It was a new way of thinking. The left-right paradigm. Uh, the first time I ever heard of Bilderberg. The first time we ever even heard of it. The idea of there being this kind of a secret society sort of, it was wonderful. Wasn't nuts, wasn't crazy, was very, very, and he was very accepted, very Mexican. And then, I don't know what happened, and I'm not saying he's mentally ill or anything, but it just started to, and I'm just, it, you know, reel it in, reel it back in. That was when you say, I didn't know that. I never, I never knew that. I, what? You mean, What? And now, the closest thing you get to this is Tucker Carlson. We say, oh, yeah. Somebody uh, the other day said, yeah, but if it wasn't for Tucker, we wouldn't have seen the inside pictures of the, of the shaman walking around with the hell. You know, with the, uh, the uh, <coughs> like the, the um, water buffaloes, you know, the Jackie Gleason. He wasn't charged with destroying property. That doesn't, he's in the, he's in the, 
He's in the house. He's in. He's going in. Now you may think, oh, that was great. That might have helped in mitigation. But that didn't do anything. Did that really change anything? No. This is classic limited hangout. Nobody understands what that means. And I tell that to people and they don't really get it. Limited hangout is the the presentation of something as though it is the entire story, but it's just enough where, you're, but it, where it satisfies you and you think, oh, I got to the point, I got to the, I got to the bottom of that. And I... I and, and and I'm trying to tell you, say, like, would you would, would you stop this hagiography? You're going nuts over Tucker. What is the matter with you? Are you that impressed over this? Now listen, I know you don't want to hear this, and I know it bothers you, but you're being played. This guy makes twenty million dollars a year. He's a blue blood guy. He walks around preppy. He's been every iteration from every side of the spectrum, from left to right to the middle to MSNBC. Got the bow tie. Take the bow tie off. He's over here. He wanted to be in the CIA. Okay, you believe this? And now he's ultra-Christian. Okay, listen, could happen. I smell a phony a mile. I know it's a work. You know this. It's okay. I don't know how to break it to you. Everybody's got their kind of thing. Everybody's got their story. It just, it, I mean, come on. People, don't say that. Are you buying it? This is like becoming a cult where people love him. It's like a hagiography. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? And they say, well, the reason why he was, and I'm sorry, I keep telling you this. Do you understand how Fox News works? You know how they make their money? You know how they make carriage fees? You don't understand that? Poor Brian Kilmeade, the weakest link. Oh, my God. They've got so, uh, I, I. Oh, oh. I haven't watched this thing in so long. The British guy in the weekend. Oh, my God. Even Mark Levin. Mark Levin, who was... It's okay. Mark Levin is like... All right. Again, we know it. We know it. Again, I'm waiting for something... Tell me something different. Give me a give me the Steely Dan version of this. Don't don't play don't play you know rock music. I've heard that. Give me something different. There's no Brian Kilmeade, the morning show. This poor Kilmeade, Michigan, Kilmeade. He just how about the fellow uh, Jason, whatever his name is, Jason, whatever he goes to the the diners. Oh, that routine. Oh God, they're doing the diner routine. They're doing the it's it's corn pone. It's the usual. Whatever, that's okay. Listen, it's not for you, it's just for you, it's okay. Tucker is a groundbreaker. No other media outlet is bringing forward what Americans already know about our world. But Tucker is willing to do a go against the grain. This is the oldest new, with all due respect, you're talking about for Fox... Do you go, do you read, you know, there is this thing called the internet. Are you even remotely, and I say this with all due respect, are you even remotely familiar with what's available right now? This is nothing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this, it's so different because for Fox News, but there's nothing to it. I mean, it's like, this is, this is either old or it's like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And where do you think in the Republican Party this happens? I don't know. 
I was respond. I provided a brand new video. I hope you're you're subscribing to the channel. How guess guess who wanted him? Guess who basically did it in for him? Who the GOP? The GOP did it. They don't want him. The Democrats couldn't care less about this. The people who wanted to silence him. Let me go through this again. Let me try this again. <clears throat> Folks are not happy with Kamala Harris. Wrong. Well. Wrong. Kamala Harris is going to be the president of the United States. Let me say this again. <clears throat> and listen to me carefully. Pay attention. Wake up. Kamala Harris is going to be the president of the United States. If it's Joe Biden against Trump, Joe Biden will win no matter what ever shape he is in. Do you understand this? Do you understand this? Again, I love the fact that people say Tucker was so fearless. He was fearless, but yeah, okay. Saying something that everybody knew and it didn't matter, <clears throat> but that's not why he was removed. Let me try this again. You do understand he was not removed because of what he said. Not on the air. He wasn't removed. He was said because of two things. Well, number one, shareholders derivative suit. The $787 million libel judgment, which, by the way, the derivative, the, uh, uh, the um, shareholders are saying to Murdoch, at least, do you guys know how to run this show? That's that. You also have the the uh, the Ray Epps case. Wait till that. Wait till that one hits. See, people don't even talk about that. They don't. Even, they had this man convicted. Now, granted, granted, <clears throat> a lot of it looked like well, it was interesting, but they had it convict. Had him convicted. Wait till that happens. And where do you think? Who do you think is releasing all these emails or stuff that he said? The C word in this. Where do you think that's coming from? Huh? You don't know who Rupert Murdoch is, do you? You don't understand who he is. He was around with Jack, uh, Jack Welch. Rupert Murdoch from the days of Mort Saul. Pe see, people are new in this. Mort Saul, what he went through, his his blackballing, it goes back to the Smothers Brothers and whatever. It, it, it It's just... <clears throat> people have this idea that there was this brave man who, by the way, was approved. They said, okay, tell me you understand this. Tucker never went on at night and surprised anybody. You understand this, right? Tucker never went on at night and surprised anything. So if you think that what he said was brave, thank Rupert Murdoch. And whoever the news person is, they said, okay. <clears throat> hey, I'm going to go to Hungary. I'm going to talk to Orban. Okay. I'm going to have Bobolinsky on to talk about the thing. Okay. We're going to talk about, I'm going to have uh, Miranda Devine on. Okay. I'm going to have uh, Marty McCary on. Okay. I'm going to have Candace Owens. Ooh. Boring. Anyway, I'm going to have, Okay. Everybody he had on. I'm going to have this one on. Okay. I'm going to have the gym owner on from New Jersey be during COVID. Okay. 
I'm going to have, we're, we're going to blast Fauci. Okay. This is this is what Murdoch said. Murdoch said, okay. They never said, oh, no, you don't. Now, they're all, you know, we don't know what doesn't make it because you never, there's no list of what doesn't make it. Soros is not a good, that's a very dangerous area, which, another story. So you think somehow he just did this on his own. That He said, I'm going to do this. Somebody had to okay. It's like, all right. And where do you think? Remember when Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck went Alex Jones for a while. Remember this? It was so interesting. Glenn Beck did it first. Glenn Beck had his board. He was very popular. Glenn Beck was before Alex Jones. I mean, before uh, 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 Tucker. This is amazing. It was basically Alex Jones, you know, Cliff Notes version. And this is this. I mean, got this. I got special drawing rights. The fractional reserve currency. Keynesian bank corps. You got the Bilderberg. You got DARPA. You got HARP. You got geothermal. Wow. Wow. Old news, but big for Fox. Remember that? Of course you do. Who let that on? Murdoch. And then, I don't know what happened. Tucker went crazy. Who knows? Who knows? Remember, you have, I don't want to bring up the Overton window, but you have this area you can go in. If you're in a group, if you're in a, you, you can only do so much. You can only do so much. You understand this? Uh, did did he ever have on um, David Icke? No. <laughs> That's my favorite. David Icke. And the lizard people, really, sells out, I don't know if he's still doing that, Wembley Stadium over, and, and the queen is a garter snake. No! Yes! Okay. Great. So this is, you know, I, 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 did Tucker ever do Bilderberg? No. Ever do geoengineering? Nope. Did ever do, no. So, I mean, this, this is good. This is okay. But that's not what did it. What did it was, somebody's going to pay. And the shareholders are saying, you, Murdoch, are out of control. How do we know? Look at Tucker. Remember, no libel suit, no problem. Let me say this again. No dominion, no problem. Nobody would have said, look, we don't need to be sued for $800 million before we realize that this man is saying irresponsible things about Zelensky and Russia and Putin, and you've you got to get rid of them. Nobody, nobody, nobody is saying that. It was the Dominion suit that started this. And he got all these people saying, what are you doing? Where are we going with this? We're your shareholders. Come on, we want that Murdoch charm. We want your... Whatever it is. If they were, if there was no lawsuit, nobody would care about it because they looked at that as a lot of things. And then we start. And then you get people who are, who are upset with Murdoch and this and that and the board. And, and it starts building up... The Ray Epstein, please watch that. Listen to Abby Grossberg. Listen to her testimony. Listen to her lawyer. It's like, where did this come from? Now, Bill O'Reilly the other day, Bill O'Reilly's talking about this. He knows a little bit. Remember Bill O'Reilly's case? That's another one. How these people get into this business. And I don't understand do you not know that once you are there, you have this 
target on you. And you cannot have a hostile work environment. You can't hit on people. You can't use the C word or say anything about religion or race or gender. And you just do not, at that place, at that place. So all of a sudden, this guy is a liability. Not because of what he reports. Let me say this again. You have this idea that all of a sudden he was so brave. No! It gets to the point where you can say, look, this guy's running roughshod. You, you've, got, you've got to do something demonstrative to show us you're reeling him in. Imagine there's, there's a shareholders meeting and they say, is he still there? Look, Tucker had nothing to do with this. Excuse me, is he still there yet? What have you done? You know our complaints. You know our problems. What have you done? What have you done, Rupert, Lacklin, and the other guy? What have you done to show that you hear us? <sighs> got a memo. No, no, no. You can say, we got rid of him. We're cleaning house. We're getting rid of these producers, and we're going to make sure that we reinstitute in you a faith that we know what we're doing. Okay, great. That's what happens. Then the Ray Epstein. Then other things. But that's not the way it's being built up. And I see some of the smartest people I know saying the most ridiculous things as far as what they believe happened. It, 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 is, it is beyond, I don't know what world they're living in, what planet. It's like, do you believe it? It's like people who really believed in professional wrestling. They really believed it. I mean, they were marks who honestly believed in this thing. Now, and then he gets 70 million hits on a two-minute video do you know how big... The, I'm surprised there's only 70 million. That's it? That's it? Nobody just clicked on this thing? It's, it's two minutes. And what did he say? Nothing. Breaking his silence. What silence? That didn't break anything. He didn't tell you anything. Did he say they're, gonna, they're not going to keep me down? No. And by the way, did you see the other greatest PR work ever? I guess he was in Boca Grande or whatever in his little golf cart with his wife. And he's laughing like he is the happiest man who has ever lived. Did you see that? With his wife, she looks like, okay. Tucker, we're in a golf cart. It's 100 degrees. He's wearing khakis and a shirt and they're driving a golf cart. Okay. She looks like she's ready to, you know, hit the, 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 the surfboard or something. He's, you know, he's Mr., you know, preppy, whatever. Fine. As they're driving. Every picture, he is just, he's Kamala Harris happy. He is hebephrenic, he, or hebephrenic. He's, he's chortling, cacinating, mouth open, in, in rapturous comedy, delight, happy, not a care in the world. First time we've had dinner in seven years. What? We're doing great. No, no, don't worry about me. This is great. What's my next plan? I don't know. Maybe I'm talking to Elon. Maybe not. I don't know. But I'm having, right now in this moment, I am so happy. I am so thrilled to be driving this golf cart that, as you can see, I'm losing my mind. I'm that happy. And by the way, how did they know to be there at the time? I don't know. Is it positive? Listen, I'm going to be yeah, right. Six o'clock. Six o'clock, usual place, yeah. I got the call, the golf cart, yeah. Right. Yeah. 
You're going to be there on time? Good. I'm going to be real happy. Okay, good. Shh. Come on. Come on. Please, 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 please. I got to tell you one more thing. I forgot. I hope you watch this. Changing the subject. In the E. Jean Carroll case. Changing the subject now. New subject. What did I tell you about E. Jean Carroll? Joe Tacopina. Or as my friend calls him, Joe Tapioca. Joe Tacopina. Trump's lawyer. Was basically asking, you ready for this? Are you ready for this? He asks E. Jean Carroll, sexual assault victim, why didn't you scream? Why didn't you scream? Nobody heard you. Were, were you screaming? Did you scream? How did you say you did this? You were wearing four-inch heels? How did... What? This is his lawyer. I've already been through this before. Please watch the videos I've done. Do you have any idea? Ladies, gentlemen, you're watching this? And if they were listening to her, in the remotest of possibilities where they listen to her and they say, you know, I'm not buying this story. I'm not buying this story about, I don't know, whatever happened. Let's assume this guy, this guy comes along and he maybe changes their mind. He maybe says, now wait a minute, hold it, hold it. And maybe she starts crying. I, I, I have never seen anything. I'm showing everybody. You know, do, do you see this? Look at what's going on. He's, he's questioning. You didn't scream? What's the number one reason? What do people, what do women say in particular? More often than not. When they say, why didn't you report this? What do they say? Because they fear not being believed. They fear being questioned. They fear cross-examination. They fear being belittled. They don't want to relive it again. Maybe it's better just to let things go. Whatever. Okay, fine. And you could say maybe she's different because it's Trump and she's publicity-seeking. You can think whatever you want. But what's the thing that everybody says? Never attack. We, we have the uh, rape shield laws. We have people going after and, and attacking the integrity of a woman who claims to be raped. Can you believe this? Do you understand this? This is the thing which is so mind-boggling. This is, this is just going on. I, I, can't, I can't believe this. Now, I'm going to go back to another subject. And I want to tell you something. And I want you to listen to me very carefully. And I want you to, to do what I do. When I want to know something, I'm going to give you an assignment the first assignment is, we're changing the subject just a little bit. Forget Tucker for just a moment. That's easy. That, that's just low-hanging fruit. Easy. Here's the question. Do you believe, I just did a brand new video on this, do you believe there should be an age limit for the presidency, yes or no? Do you believe there is a, should be an age limit on president. There is one minimal, got to be 35 years old, but should there be a maximum for the president or, or any office? I think sometimes for the judiciary, there might be, in some states, it might be 70 or you, get, you, get, you, you, you have to go into senior status or something. But do you think there should be 
a maximum. You're 80 years old? Sorry, you got that's enough. Do you believe so? We got yes, 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 no, no, yes, yes, yes. Answer, no. That's what elections are for. No. What do you do when you have a president who is decrepit? What if you have a president who is senescent? Remember in 1981 after after President Reagan was shot? What about that? What happened? Do you, what do we do? Let's assume he, he wasn't, thank God he wasn't killed, but if he's, if he's a weak and, what do you do? What happens? What happens? And somebody says, they have to be coherent, exclamation point. How do you determine coherency? What do you do? Tell me how you fix this. This is my question to you. This is what you should be talking about. Not Tucker's two-minute speech, which is fabulous, but that's over with. Tell me, this is great. How do you determine who's coherent and who's competent? Tell me. Put the test him. Thank you. How do you test him? Who who's gonna test him? Who's gonna test him? His wife pulls a Woodrow Wilson. Ah, maybe. Who's going to test him? What does that mean? Test him for what? What is the range? To drive a car? To have somebody you think some doctor's gonna say you are diagnosed as, do we bring in foreign doctors who don't live in this country, who are free to, I mean, I don't know. How do you determine? Somebody writes, cognitive testes. Okay, it's interesting. I know that's not what you wrote. Well, what does the cognitive test say? God, great, give him a test. What did he do? Well... What's your name? Can you remember four or five objects? What does it mean? Well, he's pre-Alzheimer's. What do you do? Again, people are saying testing. Forget the test. I know that. What is the result? That's like saying, you should determine if somebody's too drunk to drive. What does that mean? We'll give them a test. What kind of test? An alcohol test. I know, but but what's, what's drunk? You know, give them a test. I know that. But what number is to, you know, a test? You keep saying that for sobriety. That's not the point. What's the number? How do you determine? Sorry, you've got to go. How does this work? What if somebody gives it to Trump? What if they're on scripture that says, not only, but by the way, not only what if he's not mentally, what if there's a psychiatric problem? He has borderline personality disorder. What about that? You're out of your mind if you want to even get into this area. The reason why people say it is they don't think about it. They just don't think about it. Well, there should be a cognitive test. For what? Well, to make sure he's good. And who administers it? I don't know. The the guy with the whatever. What? Yeah, the person with the, gives the test and, uh, you know. And what if he wants to review the test? What if you want to rebut the test? What if you say, this, this isn't good? Do you have three, four people? And what if you say, what, he's too, he can't function? What is the function to be the president? How coherent must you be? Do you think George Bush? People think he had Wernicke's encephalopathy. Remember when George Bush couldn't talk? You got to put food on your family. Remember that? They, they thought years and years of drinking, I'm not saying this, but people suggested, that he was a dry drunk. They said he had Wernicke's or Broca's area encephalopathy and he was unable to speak. You want to play around with this? You're crazy. 
Okay. People are giving wonderful tests. Okay, let's give them the Allen Cognition Test. Okay. Let me try this again. Now, you're not listening to me. I'm not saying that they're what test do you give. Let me try it again. You're not listening to me. I'm not saying this. What if you suspect that he's drinking too much or maybe he's an alcoholic? People suspected Nixon was, LBJ. What do you determine? Is he drunk once a week, twice a week, every day? Don't give me... I know there are tests for this. There's all kinds of, you know, um, sobriety, whatever. That's not the issue. Listen to what I'm saying. Look at this. Test him on reactionary responses to world crisis situations. And if he, what is the failure rate? If he says, huh? Okay, now what do you do? What if the rest of the country says, excuse me, we like it. We like it. We, we don't want him to go. Who is asking? We don't want him to go. What? We, he's fine. That's fine. He's doing a good job. We didn't hire him. We didn't elect him to be a genius. We didn't elect him to be anything. We like what he's doing. We don't think this condition in any way impairs him. You do. We don't. What are you going to do then? What are you going to do then? Well, we give him a test. I don't want you to. I don't care what the test is. I don't know. What if somebody says to you, listen, we gave your father a test and he didn't pass the Collins Magnuson test for archetypal matrices. Fine. I'm not going to put him in a home. Well, he flunked it. I'm not going to put him in a home. I don't care what the test says. Well, we'll give him a test. I know you gave him a test. We're not going to respond. I don't want him to leave office. We like him. He's doing a good job. What do you do? You can't answer the question. Ladies and gentlemen, look. Look at the answers. You can't answer the question. Look at this. Standardized tests on cognitive ability only. That's not the issue. (laughs) You're not... Listening to me, you're not. How do you, do you remove him? Do you want Kamala Harris? Does she move in? Have you read the 25th Amendment? Good luck with that one. Give him an Alzheimer's test. Let me try this again. And this is very important. This goes to show you And with all due respect, and I mean this with the love that I have in my heart, I think sometimes some of us need to take a cognitive test because you're not understanding the issue. And the irony of not being able to understand the issue regarding when somebody is cognitively able to understand something, I find beyond hysterically ironic and funny. The issue is not that. The issue is what do we do? Let me read you very quickly the 25th Amendment. Figure this one out. This is a butte. Okay. Section 1, in the case of removal of the president from office or his death, 
the vice president takes over, okay, fine. Whenever the vacancy of the office of vice president, the president shall nominate, okay, fine. Section 3. Whenever the president transmits to the president of the Senate, pro tem, and the Speaker of the House, his written declaration that he is unable to discharge the powers and duties of the office, and until he transmits to them a written declaration to the contrary, such powers shall be discharged. You saw this one time when Reagan had the colonoscopy, when he went under anesthesia. Uh, they selected George Bush, George Herbert Walker Bush. He was president for a while, and then, <laughs> and then later on he, he took that back. SNL did a, a takeoff one time where they said, uh, the Bush presidency, a look back. All right. Now, section four, this is the one you want. Anybody read this? No. No. Again, being president must have health standards, higher health standards, determined by whom? Again, I'm getting nowhere with this. In any event. Number four. Whenever the vice, excuse me, uh, whenever the vice president, okay, this is this is Kamala. Whenever the vice president and a majority of either the principal officers of the executive departments, we'll find out who that is, or of such other body as Congress may by law provide. What does that mean? Anyway, if they transmit to the president pro tem of the Senate and the Speaker of the House their written declaration that the president is unable to discharge the powers. The vice president shall immediately assume. So you think Carmelita Harris is going to do that? No. Stop it. No. Here's the best one later on. Uh, thereafter, when the president transmits to the speaker, pro tem, and the, the speaker, his written declaration that no inability exists, then, then we're going to argue who's who. We're going to have a battle of the experts. That's it. <clears throat> You are unable to do this. And the bigger question is, once you give people the ability to remove from office an elected official, you are opening up a can of worms you will never, ever uh, recover from. Because you don't understand the issue. Not you, but you don't understand the, 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 the... totality of the circumstances. It's easier said than done. You do not want to interrupt or give anybody the right to circumvent the, the franchise, either by charging somebody. That's why when you charge a president with a, with a felony, you have to indict them first. This just makes complete and total sense. All right, that's it. You have been delightful today. Thank you so much for being not only who you are, but what you appear to be. Remember, follow Mrs. L at Lynn's Warriors. Go to her YouTube channel, Lynn's Warriors. Sign up for those incredibly important and critical videos and the like. Thank you for your being here. Please think, please think, please think. Use flesh out. Not flush out. Flesh out the issue. Think. Ask yourself, what am I doing? What is the issue? What are we talking about? Is it a test? What do we do with a test? That's the important thing. And it goes to show you again, yet again, Yet again, I realize that most people do not have the requisite ability to critically think, and I say that with all due respect, to understand precisely what the laser issue is, not what the ancillary issues are, but the laser issue. How do you do this? What are the bigger pictures? What happens if we grant this? Then are you then, therefore, 
giving somebody, if somebody comes along and they look and they say, you know what, because we heard these armchair psychiatrists say that Donald Trump has a personality disorder. They never even met him. You say, okay, very good, thank you. Well, you set the precedent. We'll do a cognitive test and realize, oh, he failed. Wait a minute. Do you have a review? Do you have a review of the test? Do you have? Do you know what you're doing? Now we're going to have testing. We've got politics. And we're going to have testing. We're going to have experts. We're going to have like a version of impeachment, kind of a medical impeachment. Do you want that? Have you thought of that? No, you don't want that. You never thought about that because your immediately answer was, well, let me just answer this particular question versus let me see the, the big picture here. That's what's happening. Same thing with Tucker. You look at this individual thing. Well, he's so brave. It's so wonderful because he got 70, 20 million, whatever hits. That's not the issue. You're being played. Well, whether I'm played or not, I just love him and I'm part of this scrum. No, wait a minute. What did he ever tell you that was it? Well, he, he was pretty brave. Did anybody else say that? Well, other people said that. So what's the big deal? Well, I just... Uh, we have to learn how to think. We have to learn how to think for ourselves. And we have to realize that when everybody is saying the, the, the same thing, back off. Because you're making a mistake. You will never, ever, ever go anywhere if you trust the majority. I'm sorry to say that. All right, my friends. See you tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Until then, remember, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue ya. Dead, dead.